What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Actor Recall. I am your co-host, Walter, with... Francis. And this is episode 47 before we begin. Guys and girls, thank you guys so much for checking us out, listening, uh, staying tuned, and tuning in. We really appreciate it. If you guys could spare 20 seconds of your time, you could go ahead and write a review or check us out on activerecall.co. We sincerely appreciate it. Everything and anything is cool. But enough of that. Sess, how have you been, man? Pretty good. <laughs> then um, something we're going to do this week is pretty much go through these posts that I wrote from the week. See how they, yeah. that goes. It's an experiment. Um, so, yeah, I've been writing, drawing on index cards, fake index cards on my iPad. And then writing Maybe. a post related to it. Been reading a lot of books. Oh, I, I went. I've, I've been going to Central Park a little more. So, um, yesterday morning, took a walk at Central Park. That's sick, man. I'm now. I don't really know Central Park or New York at all. So I'm assuming that Central Park is pretty, pretty big. But I'm trying to figure out like, uh, is there is how there like big always... is it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I was just curious. Um, do you have, like, your own path that you usually take, or is there, like, certain zones in Central Park you don't normally take, or is it so big that you don't know the area that well? It's pretty big, yeah, so I don't really know it. That You know, there's, like, some parts that I know, which is the entrance, yeah. but as you go further up north, it yeah, you, you end up seeing things that you've never seen before. I Whoa. I'm trying to do, I guess I could give, like, measurements, right? So I think it's... If you run around the circumference of it, I think it's six miles. Um, so, whoa! I think it is maybe three miles. You know, it's a it's a long rectangle, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's three miles on the long sides, or two, two, probably like two, two and a half miles on the long sides, and then uh, the short sides are like half a mile across. Okay. This is a guess. I'm I'm guessing here. I think that's about right, and. All right. Um, it's pretty huge, though. I don't know that giving that number that kind of makes it seems makes it sound kind of small, but it's it's pretty packed. Yeah. Oh, okay. But there's like yeah a bunch of different. It's almost a collection of parks right next to each other where uh, some, some things have I get not not themes not like it's a theme park but um <laughs> it's uh you have. Big sections of like six baseball fields right next to each other. Uh, wow! And then a lake. Um, lots of stuff to see. Yeah, I, I just I the only reason I ask this is because I just know Central Park from, you know, Home Alone, all the all, all the <laughs> right. movies, the happening. I guess uh, there. It's just that's all I know is like the certain sections of Central Park, and I it doesn't make it look that big, but it make but you know. New Yorkers, I, I'm assuming it's huge, so that's why I asked. It's Anyways, pretty impressive. Yeah. I, I, I'm guessing there's like, you know, Washington has big parks too. I, I met someone here and they're, they were from um, Seattle and they're like, oh, it's not that big. I run, I, I run around bigger parks. And, um, but the thing, the thing is like, yeah, maybe the perimeter of some park is bigger, but, you know, the center of it's a bunch of trees that you can't really walk through. So Got it. Th this is just like, yeah, all maintained park grounds that. And there's people through the, like the entire thing, so um, I like it. There... I think it's I think it's one of the more I guess like impressive things um, in the city. Like some things uh, I've gotten used to. 
uh, just seeing it every day. But then Central Park's the thing. That, oh yeah, this. I'm always like, oh, it just still seems pretty big. So stuff still, still seems new to you. That's that's good, man. But okay, so the reason, okay, you had a revelation or realization in Central Park. So what, what, uh, what happened? What where were you just walking in and like boom, <laughs> epiphany? No, <laughs> not like that. that that's a, uh, an exaggeration. Um, mostly was just like thinking through the podcast. Um, we're we're approaching one year. A few days from now, it'll be. It won't be our fifty-second episode. We've missed a few here and there, but it'll be the one-year uh, anniversary of our first oh, upload. Uh, so, yeah, I was thinking, just like, what do we want to do with this moving forward? Um, do we want to keep doing it? Maybe we'll talk about that next week further. But I was thinking, you know, instead of I, I always try to write this outline for the uh, not always, but for the episode. Um, and then I also try to write like the posts for the blog, but then they don't really overlap and they probably should. So instead of writing the outline, maybe we just try to talk about the different subjects from the blog posts and then turn that into a video. Um, so (laughs) the idea is it'll go from writing to the podcast and then to a video and have a little more overlap, like a little more reuse of the stuff that we make. Good, um, man. So I'm not just trying to... Um, yeah, <laughs> make it all from scratch. Because then none of it... It's Yeah, hopefully, like, they work together and be, improve <laughs> with each step. Dude, we got this. It's okay. We it's, it's always something new. I love it. It's always bringing something out of Active Recall. So I'm, I appreciate it. This is awesome. Be like LeBron and take a walk. Okay, so anyways. Uh, oh, yeah. How's your week been? Oh, yeah, yeah, man. Uh, How's mine's shooting? Been... Oh, you seem dude, busy. A... You seem like yeah. you've been clubbing a lot, but <laughs> I know that that's not what's going on. I'm not necessarily clubbing. I'm right. really, I'm really, really just working. So, yeah, last week was the, uh, it was like a two gig kind of deal. Went to Hard Rock Hotel, um, did a video for them. And it was it was fun, it was pretty crazy. Uh, it's just I haven't been I haven't been to the club club in so long, and just seeing just going back to it, it's it kind of makes me laugh because I was like, wow, these guys party hard. <laughs> Everyone's getting drunk. It's you see Young you hearts. see the yeah yeah exactly exactly um, like you know. My my job was to just film a lot of models and the club itself, just so they could promote their season. Like I guess they have um, like these themes for this club, and one of them is called the Night Swim. So they're gonna have a club for the pool party at night. So, so uh, I had to do that. It was it was fun at first. It was kind of stressful because I haven't I haven't used. Okay, so for one, my camera, my new camera. It's it's amazing, but I'm still not new. I'm still not used to it, so I'm very stressed out about it. Um, I just set it to the set standards of what I know from Canon's camera, and that that just made me a little more at ease. But it pissed me off. It made me angry for the fact that I should have just been 
looking at the camera and just messing with it. That's number one. The number two, uh, I have, uh, I have been trying to get more extroverted when coming to <laughs> talking to people so I could tell them what to do as like right. with direction. Very hard at a club. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's, that's some of the things I'm, I'm like learning is it's getting harder to, I should have just done stuff at home rather than do learn it on the go. But at the same time, I think that's, it's good to experience that now that I have this going, I should, I should really start using Trello for personal, personal work. Like I, I YouTube videos almost every day. So I should be going through camera settings or or like like yesterday I learned about speed ramping and that was another thing that I, I enjoy so it makes the it makes the transition more fluid it, it's just things that I should be doing more so small trunks just like what we, we've been doing instead of hitting it on the day so in next week this weekend I actually have my first weekend off so I, I've been working for almost was it 21 days straight (laughs) and I'm so tired but this is my weekend that I could finally take a break but everything ramps back up uh I got time ramp yeah it's a speed it's a time ramp so yeah speed whatever it is (laughs) so I got a lot to do on the 18th I got an MMA gig I'll I'll film I'll be filming on the octagon again um the 20th I have another club gig and uh, 19th, I should say, I have another club gig at the afternoon. And then on the 20th, I have a music video gig in L.A. So I am making the storyboards for all of that, except for the club one. I think it's it's pretty much run and gun. But yeah, dude. Um, and then, you know, I'll tell more next week. But like basically May, all my weekends are full after next week. So pretty crazy. Sorry, that's been I've been rambling. <laughs> Oh, stuff you're sorry in a sack. Uh, as far as like the <laughs> the extroversion goes, it's going to be important for the night swim because you want to let them know not to go swimming within 30 minutes of drinking <laughs> or consuming any food. Let's get to it. <laughs> be like LeBron and take a walk. Uh, I'll just I'll just run through like the different things we'll talk about. Uh, yeah. So that's about energy. <laughs> And then uh, it's okay to be bored and even worth practicing. This is about boredom, which this podcast is about in general. <laughs> uh, and then um, get to the bottom of it and then work up to your life's purpose. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is about getting things done. Masterclass, Steph Curry. Uh, this is my journey to become a hitman from deep. Um, and then, uh, will you remember this a week from now? How about a year from now? This is about Michael Jordan and Malcolm Gladwell. Um, all right. I'm, I'm reversing the slideshow. I'm going to sit. Yeah. The, the plan here is I have this slideshow that I'm sharing with Wally and we will record this and then I'm just going to chop it up into a video. <laughs> uh into a yeah. bunch of videos we'll we'll see how it goes hopefully uh hopefully this works and then w- what might happen is it makes for bad audio and bad video because it's halfway in between but uh we'll, we'll see how it goes so first thing be like lebron and take a walk 
Uh, this is about this ESPN article uh, called The Cavaliers Are Surviving in the Playoffs Despite the Dilemma of LeBron James's Rest. I'm guessing some of you have, have seen this. Uh, it's by Brian Windhorst, but he he talks about how uh, in the playoffs, LeBron James has been doing really well, um, to say the least. And through the season, he's he's had the highest like walk-to-run ratio. So as he's get, getting older, he's picking his spots. Uh, and this reminds me of this book called The Power of Full Engagement. Um, so I'll read this excerpt. In most jobs, the physical body has been completely cut off from the performance equation. In reality, physical energy is the fundamental source of fuel, even if our work is almost completely sedentary. Sedentary. Sediment. Sed- <laughs> sedentary. Um, yeah. Yeah, so this is just like, remember, it's important to take care of your bodies. Uh, get, get that rest and recovery. You sound pretty busy, and you're looking forward to this week weekend. How are you going to recover? Right, sure. Um, I know I should be catching up my sleep. That's the number one problem that I'm having. But um, uh, I know I'm going to be sleeping in just a little more, at least another hour, or maybe thirty minutes. But I always, I always wake up before <laughs> before seven for some reason. It's just, it's just circadian rhythm. But I know I'm going to go out. Uh, I know. I'm going to go kayaking with Welney on Saturday. I'm probably just going to go out, hit nature, take a drive. You know, it's just, it's more so on, it's more so on me. <laughs> but to be honest, it's, it's like, um, what do you call it? It's unplugging. I, yeah. like, I, I see these, I see the screen. I see the screen you gave me. I see this almost every, every day now. Right. And don't get me wrong. It's, I love the work. I love the push. And then, but then also at the same time, I have work outside. It's the physical work work that keeps me fueling my passion to do what I'm doing. But sometimes I just need to get both. I like, I don't even want to think of either job. I just need, I just need to decompress. And that's, that's, that's my plan for the weekend. And you know, uh, it's not the Netflix and chill kind of thing. I do, I do love watching TV. So I'm probably just going to YouTube stuff or slowly, so I know I have to slowly get it back in because I do not want to. See, that's another problem. I got a question for you. So I know all your energy goes into work and podcasting, right? So when you think about that stuff on your days off, doesn't that kind of ruin the, the purpose? I mean, doesn't it? I mean, that's your your daily habits, right? You You always think about that stuff. So you see what I'm saying? Yeah, it can be hard to uh, compartmentalize it. There you go. Uh, put it away in your mind. That takes practice, too. Um, so, yeah, this book kind of talks about that, the powerful engagement. And uh, this is kind of like a theme. Um, I think it's like Josh Waitzkin. He's the uh, person from Searching from Bobby Fischer. Who, uh-huh. That movie's based on his life. And now he's uh, like a jujitsu black belt and all this stuff. And under Marcelo Garcia, and he talks about Marcel. This is, of course, this is like from Tim Ferriss podcast, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, our favorite. Uh, and then uh, something he talks about is just being able to turn it off and on. So if you go really hard um, when you're on, then you also need to, on the opposite end, be able to turn it off really hard and relax. So 
by this is where it's like deep work and um practicing this if you if you were this is why you want to work really hard like when you're working is that you are satisfied um with the work that you've done and you know that you gave it your all and all this and then you can relax freely knowing that you um worked hard which is not to say that that's what i always do it definitely like (laughs) uh there's some overlap and this is where like meditation (laughs) and things like that have actually helped just being aware when your mind is drifting off into like you're going to be on that kayak and you're going to be thinking about the hard rock pool party oh god at at a certain point it's going to come to mind right uh yeah yeah. so it's it's just like being able to turn that off practicing turning it off and it's not always going to be for sure how about you man do you do you do you have your own times where you just like decompress as well? Just get away from the podcast, get away from work, stuff like that. Yeah. Um Yeah, I've, like at night I'm pretty good about it. Uh before like, you know, a few hours before bed, hang out with Amy. Um and I'm I'm pretty good about it. I don't write or do any of that stuff at night. Um sometimes I'll try to read. And then yesterday, yeah, like walking around Central Park is nice. Trying to you know, get back in nature also uh, as much as possible, which uh, that's the like the closest thing to nature um, <laughs> Here without, with, without, without getting out of the city. Um, but yesterday, yeah, I was listening to this book called, uh, let me look this up. I had it open. Bored and Brilliant, but this is about exactly that, like getting away from screens, getting away from phones. Uh, it's by Manoush Zomorodi. Zomorodi. Oh. And, um, yeah, she set up like these different challenges for people to do, uh, get away from your screen and, uh, excited for you going kayaking. That'll be good. Don't, don't bring, you bring the drone, you bring all the gear. (laughs) (laughs) Bring a GoPro. No, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, man. Good. That's a good one. That's a good start. Cool. Uh, yeah, this is one of the excerpts from, uh, the ESPN article. It manifests itself in many ways. For example, during free throws, James will often walk to the other end of the floor. It saves him having to run when possession changes. So, yeah, this is just like you want to work toward where you're like turning it on really hard or turning it off really hard. I I think that's a a good way to go. And we've talked about like flow things. That was our first episode. Yeah. It was about flow. And um, that's why it's important to get in flow. Like, you don't don't want to be in this situation where, you're half working for 16 hours a day, right? Like, oh, yeah. You know. I can't do that, yeah. Turn it on, turn it off. Um, which brings us to this next excerpt, next book section. Uh, I mentioned deep work. Um, and this post is called It's Okay to Be Bored and Even Worth Practicing. Uh, you already have other. You're thinking of other things to click to, resist the urge. Um, but yeah, this is just about embracing boredom. This is how you practice uh, staying away from your phone. Yeah, and this is if you, you know, if you think that you're using your phone too much. Um, I think it's becoming more and more popular, like that sentiment that we're kind of addicted to our phone. So, yeah. Um, when you're in line, do you reach for your phone? Yes, 100% all the time. 
it's always like if I go to Starbucks, if I'm waiting to get my coffee, it's it's anytime I'm waiting or anytime、yeah. I am not doing anything, the phone is pulled out. I'm on Instagram, or if anything, I miss an email for a client. It, it's anything that's that's related to the phone. It's on there. I, I got to pull it out. Right? Do Do you think that's bad?、Uh, yeah. I mean, the amount of times I do it, yeah, for sure. But then the you know what's crazy? I, at least the good thing about my work is that I'm so busy that I can't pull it out in time. But when、right. I do have a break, yeah, when I do have a break, that's when I'm able to text people back, or if I'm I'm able to, I'm able to do some sort of thing. But I'm always Trying to be connected, no matter what. Just in case if I I miss an email, I should have. You know, the,、uh, that's there's the stuff I should not do when I'm at work. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. I think there's like a few camps on this where it's like, oh, it's this terrible thing, and then some people think it's not bad at all. Um. I guess like taken to an extreme, it can be really bad. Where like. You're you're on your phone all the time, and you're depressed by it, and、uh, all that. So、um, yeah, in, well, in deep work. Oh, what do I think? I think.、Um, yeah. I do think, you take out your phone when you wait? I try、stuff? not to now. As far as、oh, like,、okay. not not all the time though.、Um, and it was from reading this book. So deep work by Cal Newport. He talks about this like embracing boredom, and I, I like the explanation here where it's not necessarily like that. It's bad in the moment. It's just that.、Um, Okay, let's say like you have thirty minutes to browse the internet, right? Like, sure. Do you think it would be, I guess, like better for your like? Let's say your goal is to be able to focus on your work、um, for extended stretches, right?、Uh, sure. Without feeling that urge to like open a tab. You, you talked about this, like you feel like you want to check something on YouTube, so you go check it, and then you you know you can get. Pulled into all this other stuff,、um, right? So if you have thirty minutes to browse the internet, which of these do you think would help with your focus? Like scheduling thirty minutes after your two-hour block.、Uh, this is like a leading question. <laughs> like good, anyway, so、good. like so, okay, okay, so like thirty minutes. Okay, you're gonna do fifteen minutes before you start, and then fifteen minutes after,、uh, after two hours of working on the video.、Um, Versus, okay, every five minutes I'm gonna take one minute and then check some, check my email, check whatever's on my phone.、Oh. Um, which one do you think will help you focus more? Wow, that's a good one. Um, ah,、uh, I feel like I feel like both of them will kind of work. But the thing is, I feel like, uh, if you're trying to get used to the the fifteen minutes before and after, I think you need to kind of break it up in chunks, kind of like. Let me just do thirty minutes of deep work, and then another five minutes of browsing, and then go back in it, kind of thing. So I, I guess I'll say, man, I'll say the、uh, you can't really do deep work if you are breaking in and out of it. So yeah, fifteen minutes before and fifteen minutes after. Right, or like what you mentioned, thirty minutes and like five minutes is close to the Pomodoro technique, right?、So. Okay. Um, you know, you do twenty five minutes focused and then five minutes off.、Uh, but so yeah, like part of this book is that it's the frequency that is the issue because it's not really five minutes. It's like 
a lot of times in Camellia, oh, every, every two minutes, I want to check something. And you check the same thing. Like, yeah. How many, how many times have you opened Instagram and you see the same photos that you just Jesus. saw? Jesus. Right. And you, you want to see that new one. And yeah. Yeah. Just think about like, you open it up and you don't see anything new. That's a sign that you're opening it up probably too much, right? <laughs> like, yeah. 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 I, if you open it up and you see something new every time, then yeah, you probably waited at least a few minutes, right? But yeah. Um, oh, so, I will admit yeah. though, um, there there is a time when when I first started making videos and I really wanted people to see it, I would post it on Instagram, right? And I would see the views and the likes, and if it's that, I think that's the worst, the worst thing to check, to keep checking. And I, I realized this over time because I just kept looking at, oh, how many people viewed it this time? Or how many right. people liked it? This, yeah, I get these notifications and all that stuff. Worst, worst behavior. <laughs> Drake. Right. So, so <laughs> yeah, I mentioned that book before, Bored and Brilliant. Um, so yeah. she talks about, there was some research, I, I wish I had like the actual study to reference, but, um, I, I'm going to butcher this a little bit. I think they like hooked up, uh, you know, those brain electrodes to teenagers, something like that, to yeah. look at their uh, behavior scrolling through um, their feed. And instead of looking at, it's not like the content of the photo. It was what they look at is exactly that, the likes on a photo. The first thing you look at is that. And then you that's what decides if a photo is good or not. Like that's what um, triggered their brain um, or like created more brain activity. And the way to like test this is um, using the same photos, but changing the artificially changing the number of likes on it. Uh, So they were able to see like, Oh, people are like, this is what they're doing. They're just looking at the likes to determine if a photo is like exciting or not, which is crazy. It was just kind of crazy to think about like um, just the way that we, yeah, so the, 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 it's it, that was interesting. Um, yeah, wow. And we're we're letting that decide like how much the entertainment comes from that, not the actual mm-hmm. like image themselves. Yeah, definitely. Which you can see, uh, like, but, because like if you yeah. you post it, like you said, like that's the best example when you post something yourself, and then all you're doing is checking that instead of looking for like the cool, actual content, cool, cool right, pictures. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that was my problem. The great thing was, I finally got aware of that. And I'm like, wait a second. This is just my portfolio. I just need to keep posting and people see it. That people see it. If not, I don't care. At least I have something that will be backed up. And if people need to see it more, that's when they slide in the DMs. Right, right. (coughs) Yeah. Um, Or like politely enter. There's this excerpt from Deep Work. Um, yeah, just, uh, okay. So he says it's instead the constant switching from low stimuli, high, high value activities to high stimuli, low value activities at the slightest hint of boredom or cognitive challenge that teaches your mind to never tolerate an absence of novelty. So yeah, this is just about like, you know, you're editing and then you, you hit a rut and then it's like, Oh, instead of sitting through it and figuring it out. I'm just going to go somewhere else, right? Uh, and it doesn't have to even be that. It's just like whenever you're working on anything, uh, you, you, uh, you've trained your brain to just like open your phone. Yep. Which, 
I, I don't think it's like this um, epi- <laughs> like a epidemic. No, no, no. I <laughs> yeah, think it's... yeah, yeah. I, th- I think it's it's something. It's a bad habit. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't think it's harmless either, though. Uh, I, I I think there is a lot to that idea of like seeing everyone's highlight reels and all you you can compare yourself now to even like with business like you're talking about like you see other people making videos or like videographers and it's like you're comparing yourself to the best in the world which can't right. always be healthy like if everyone that played basketball compared themselves to lebron james or any nba player and you're like oh, i'm yeah. not as good as them then yeah, what's the point of playing at all i you just feel bad about it. well which isn't that's not exactly what's happening yeah, definitely. Okay, Next so up. <laughs> well, no, I mean, okay, if it was if there's a time that we do definitely need to like kind of break away from it, does deep work explain how to how to uh like kind of take off take like so I I got what he was saying, the the whole yeah. novelty of just checking your phone. I mean, there's triggers and it like it bugs me. Like notifications is the biggest one. Or the right. second biggest one is just my phone lighting up. Yeah. Or and the third one is the sound. Like, like what? What do you call that? That that it's a ghost. Um, like you, oh, like the phantom heard? vibration, whatever yeah, it is, phantom, phantom phone and all that. Like yeah, yeah. So that's another thing. It's just I I have to silence my phone. That's one hundred percent the only thing. And at least if I could just not make it look like the notifications are popping up or the sounds not going. At least I have one of those things. It's the phantom vibration, and it bugs the crap out of me. But that's the next thing, is that sometimes I have to put my phone away completely at work just so I could get my work done. That's I think that's one of the biggest habits you could do, or at least be aware. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's I, I, think that, I think that's the important thing, is, like, be aware. Um, yeah, just grow your awareness of it. I, I think I'm still, like, somewhere in the middle. I don't think it's... A terrible oh, yeah, thing. I, th- I think I think most of us could improve on it. Um, I did like this rule of um, maybe don't <laughs> don't text at the dinner table, kind of thing. Like, yeah, um, oh, dude, that, that kind hate, of thing I, can be. Uh, yeah. And I, <laughs> yeah, this is the this book. I guess it's because I, I just I'm, it's like top of mind since it's recent. I was listening to it yesterday. Bored and brilliant. She talks about. Um, I think there's been studies that are like. The difference between having a conversation with someone when your phone is on the table and right. not, and um, it doesn't, and there's a difference also, like, you might think having it on the table flipped over is the same as putting it away, but for whatever reason, that's like, I think it's like, you know, you talk to someone that you think they have a watch on, and then you think they're going <laughs> to glance at it, whether whether or not they do, you know, yeah. like, um, yeah, so... <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, so yeah, Deep Work, he does talk about like uh, the the ways to approach this. And Cal Newport is, um, I've taken his course, uh, he has a course called Top Performer, and he, he recognizes, like, he his, he's self-aware that he's known kind of as this curmudgeon for social media. Um, so, uh, yeah, th- this book does talk about, like, how to be aware of it and uh, improve if you feel like you should. Next up, I guess we we could probably talk about like maybe one more of these. So yeah, yeah. So like, uh, get to the bottom of it. Life's purpose. This seems a little 
too serious. Uh, and we talked about getting things done already, so this was a... Um, let's see. So we have two more. One of them's called, Will You Remember This A Week From Now? How about a year from now? Um, or, let's see. Let's just talk about this one. This one's more fun, I think. Um, a non-master class on writing based on Steph Curry's master class course on basketball. I think maybe some of you have seen the ads for this. Uh, there's this website called Masterclass where there's a bunch of different celebrities basically teaching courses. Um, so oh, I yeah. signed up. I signed up. I love you it. You signed up for Steph Curry's Masterclass? Well, no, well, you can get a, like a year subscription for all the classes. Oh, um, that's awesome. Yeah. They're not sponsors. We'd love that, but they're not. Uh, so, but I, I think it's really worth it. I've, I've definitely paid a lot more for online courses that Sick. have given a lot less. So there's like, um, you know, I, I think it's, this is wrong. It's not Dead Mouse. It's another um, EDM guy teaching how to make music. Uh, Steve Martin teaching comedy. Steph Curry teaching how to shoot and handle the ball. Uh, I, I'm guessing there's stuff there that you'd like to like vi- video storytelling and things like that. I, they must have like oh, some yeah. kind of Hollywood ties or something. Uh, there we go. I, I got it. Yeah. So they have uh, Serena Williams teaching tennis, Gordon Ramsay teaching cooking, uh, Gary Kasap- Kasparov Ka- te- Kas- Kasparov uh, teaches chess, Samuel Samuel Jackson teaching. Acting. Does anyone teach wow. reading? <laughs> Reading out loud. Arl Stein teaches writing for young audiences. Oh, that one's good. That's, oh, is that a good one? Yeah. Uh, Malcolm Gladwell teaches writing. Spike Lee teaches filmmaking. What? I have to watch that one. Uh, I'm a fan of Spike Lee's work. Okay. Uh, Judd Apatow teaches comedy. Alice, Alice Waters teaches the heart of home cooking. Wow, they have a bunch of stuff. Ar- it's Armin, Armin Van Buren is the dance music guy. AVB. AVB. We yeah, we'll we did bottle that. service once and uh, just didn't realize how big he was. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, for one of the bachelor parties, we're like, "Who's AVB?" And then we find out he's huge. Yeah. Uh, we're like, Where, "Where's yeah. the hip hop?" Blah blah blah. Yeah. yeah. So sick. All right, for sure. Let's. Uh, man, now you got me hooked. This is you got yeah, a good so, plug. <laughs> one thing from um, the R.L. Stein one. Uh, I think this is a useful thing, um, especially with, like, videography, uh, writing, mm. a- anything, right? Like, any of these online things that you're creating. So many people are interested in. Let me ask you, like, when you were starting videography, what were you interested in as far as other people doing things? Oh, geez. Uh, when I just started videography, it was yeah. just music video stuff, man. No, 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 no. But, like, as far as their process goes. Oh, uh, uh, the cameras. It was uh, the gear. Equipment. Everything. Yeah. Okay. It, it always happens. People, people, there's that joke about like, oh, how do you, how do you write, blah, blah, blah. And then Stephen King can talk for an hour about yeah. his, his writing process and everything. And, every, and But then people are like, oh, what pen do you use? Right? <laughs> like, it's like. Oh, and, wow. So um, the R.L. Stein thing, I think, is interesting because he talks about this and. Uh, and I think it's interesting, not not to say because I'm like a junkie for that too. Like, what what are people, what software do they use, what process, blah blah blah. It's it's just interesting to um to learn about. But awesome. if you're if you think that's all that matters, or like, uh, I think you should also take it uh, if you want to write like Arl Stein and use the same software he uses a MacBook and all this stuff. You better also type like him. So he doesn't know how to type. <laughs> 
right? What? Which you think like is worth learning if you're writing. Um, huh. But not only does he not so when you hear that you think like hunt and peck, right? Like he doesn't do that either. He he types with one finger apparently. <laughs> like, oh no! Uh, he's he's written all of his books with one his like right index his finger. Index finger. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And it's bent and all these things. So, um, <laughs> if you want to write like Arl Stein, write with one finger. Oh, jeez. Well, okay. I thought there was like at least a program where you know how you write on the iPad, and then it would at least try to correct it by making it into text. Like uh, you know how you write in cursive or whatever, and then boom, the iPad kind of fixes that and says, "Hey, this is what you. This is what you meant." <laughs> right. Yeah, I, ne- I never like. I never understood the appeal of that, like, writing and then, um, because you can type much faster, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, like, that input, like, you could write in cursive, and then, it was like those old Palm Pilots, they had their, their secret yeah. short, the shorthand, um, yep. it just always seemed much slower. Uh, huh. So, oh yeah, so this, uh, I'm, I'm taking, <laughs> when I say, like, taking a class, it's mostly, like, you just watch these videos. Uh, so yeah. Steph Curry has this, and they they do have these handouts and things like that, but uh, that you print out, you can fill out. Uh, so there's this Steph Curry class about shooting. Uh, he tells the story of one summer he had to in high school. His dad he he was always a smaller player, so he would shoot from his hip, you know, like to shoot distant. Like, but it's not the best way. Um, they knew his shooting form wouldn't work in high school. Uh, clearly, like mm. it's working now. Um, so they, one summer they broke it down, him and his dad, and then he, he built it back up. So he says, or you want to read this? Yeah, sure. Uh, there was a time where I basically for three months in the summer, I couldn't leave that paint or the paint to really work on the mechanics of my shot, the rhythm of the rhythm of my shot, getting stronger. So I could repeat that form every single time you had to be patient. That's insane. He just did that for the entire summer. Yeah, like, you know, three, four months, just, um, mostly, he said he couldn't, yeah, um, which is interesting, it's like, uh, what would you do, is there anything that you need to improve, and are you, are you practicing, what do you practice when you're doing, like, videography? I guess there's no, like, you're not, like, drilling, right? No, (laughs) (laughs) so, no, (laughs) the, the good thing is just taking like literally taking action you you go out and film or shoot like for example um we went out to the lake and i was practicing the rule of thirds for example and if you look at the lake video with welney i am slowly trying to get her on one corner or like the next corner or try to uh try to picture other things that make it look like i am uh i know what i'm doing <laughs> but it's all of that, the stuff that uh, I'm doing with Walney, like the flower garden and all that. Again, it's more rule of thirds. It's more practice, but it's it's just taking the camera out for a walk kind of thing. It's That, that is interesting, though, because I didn't realize that is practice, right? Like you're yeah. doing stuff where you know you're not really going to have to publish it. Exactly. The intent is to learn the technique so that you can do it when you're live at the pool party. When yeah. you're live at um, weddings, whatever it is. Yep, uh, 100%. Um, I, I have to do this or I'm just uh, a chump. <laughs> I'm just not good at my work. So I'd rather 
be prepared. And it's even better because just filming, the act of filming, going out there to film, to, to walk around, to, to do direction, to all the way down to the video editing, everything works together in unison. I mean, if I just work that whole process out the same way, I could do music videos, I could do fitness videos, all that stuff. It all just has that same procedure, and it's better to do that. And like like I said before in the beginning, I'm having the hardest time with this camera because it's so brand new to me. I have to make it sure. I have to be 100% comfortable, and I'm not... I'm still like, out of 100%, I am 40% comfortable, and that's not good. Definitely not. You want to get it higher? Yeah, at yeah. least 70. Yeah, you don't want to like try try a new technique and when it counts, right? Like Steph Curry's yeah. not going to try a new move that like during a game. Uh, exactly. You know, he's drilled it before or he's practiced something before. Uh and you know, there's some yeah. like before that like, you know, has to make it up on the fly, but he's like digging into like things that are um in muscle. And this kind of like ties to um so yeah, so there is like a performance aspect to videography because you're filming live events, um, and this—that's cool. That's it's like uh, compared to like writing. Writing is like this thing where there's not really a live performance aspect to it, and oh, that, that's where it can yeah. be bad for, um, like you were saying, like being distracted. So I've seen this before where I would try to remember. I wrote like that podcast journal thing that was really long um so it was probably like the equivalent to eight posts or something like that and trying to like tie that together for whatever reason just oh, like oh yeah it just I like stayed that. in my head so it was hard to turn it off and that's kind of like getting back to like the reason that we're doing this podcast and videos and things like that is i, I need to remind myself of that is that like some kind of like performance aspect to it like not that i'm <laughs> i guess the podcast is the thing that's like kind of live and yeah. we, we practice this. I had, well, we don't practice. That's why it's a mess <laughs> sometimes, uh, or most of the time. And that that is, it does remind me of like why I enjoy doing this. Um, it, it engages. It's it's engaging in a way that's different than um, oh yeah than writing. Like sol- solitary writing can just. I know we record, we turn it off, and then we kind of like don't think about it for a few days. So yeah, which definitely. is nice. Which is yeah. Nice. Uh, um, I don't know what this has to do with. Uh, I'll, I'll just talk directly about this uh, shooting exercise. I practiced it or I tried it. Um, you just uh, let's say there's like five angles when you're shooting, right? So right in front of it, a step towards like that, like 45 degree angle, and then the exact sides of it, right? So you have those five. So you start right in front of the rim make a shot, step back, make a shot, and then free throw line, make a shot, and then the three-point line, make a shot. So that's four shots, like, from a different distance. Then you change the angle, you do it again, and then that is... So each each shot... Oh, no, 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 you make five shots. That's right. So five from right in front of it, step back, five from that distance. So it's 20 per angle, so it's 100 Whoa. shots. That's, that's basically the drill. 100 makes... Okay. Um, and what I've been doing, well, I've did this like, uh, two days this week, Uh um, just timing myself and trying to improve it every time. 
I don't, I don't know, which is fun. <laughs> it, it does make it like a game and uh, kind of addicting. So, I will admit, I saw Amy's uh, like story of you, and you were killing killing the shot. That was it was a clean shot. It was one shot. But I, <laughs> and, uh, I was in my head. I was thinking, okay, maybe Steph Curry is doing like the three point contest. You know, like in all those games, ESPN shows or whatever. I thought that was the the drill, but going, taking the shot and then moving back and taking the shot and then moving back, that's that's pretty good. I mean, was there a time where you you smashed all five of them in the in a row, in that angle? Um, no. Well, actually, <laughs> once. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes yeah. you you will you will hit them all. Um, that's so. Sick. I'm trying to remember. I don't know if I'm doing this drill right now that I think about it. I think because oh. it's supposed to be a hundred makes. And maybe I'm only doing like one per. Anyway, I, I might be missing it. Anyway, um, maybe you repeat it because I'm only doing like 20 make. So I think you're supposed to hit it five times every time. And I've only been at, at doing that one spot? it. Oh, yeah, yeah that's it. So I'm yeah. definitely like not trying to hit five three pointers from that spot because <laughs> that would take a while. Um, anyway, yeah, it's a. I think it's working, and yeah, he says the worst thing you can do, and this is what a lot of people. This is what I would do too. This is what I do anyway. Even though he says it's, you, you walk in the gym and you start jacking up three pointers. Uh, it's fun. <laughs> Pump yeah, he the says, three. but yeah, but if you want to improve, that's bad because you're like, you're you want to start in close, lock in the good form. Got it. So, um, yeah. So make well need. Do the you want to do the three rule of thirds five times from one distance? Uh, five times <laughs> take a step back five times from another. Oh, that's so good. That's that's all we got. Um, yeah, I have this other one, uh, but we could talk about this some other time. Uh, yeah, and For I'll sure, keep writing man. posts at activerecall.co. Oh, check these posts out at activerecall.co. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to write every day. That's my practice. Um, publish every day. I don't. Know, that's kind of. I don't think I'm going to be putting out seven posts a week. But if I if I can get to like maybe like three posts a week, I'd be pretty happy with. It. And then we'll have stuff to talk about on the show. So. Um, Hell yeah! That All right, be good. man. It's great, and you guys can find me at WalterAMedia.com. Guys, thanks for listening. If Hold you guys on. haven't already, oh. Review of the week. Can't forget. <laughs> um, let's pull it up. Actually, I did have it pulled up. Because next week is our one year. We'll probably talk oh, about yeah. that. Um, yeah, it's been one year since we posted our first episode. And Man, probably crazy. one year since we got this review. Uh, <laughs> by J- like JD. <laughs> like Brazilian barbecue in podcast form. Five stars. <laughs> Great variety, uh, well executed, stuffed full of meat. Thanks a lot. Shout out to one of our favorite listeners. <laughs> and Wally, I'll see you next week. Yeah, Have I'll a good see week. you next week, man. Keep shooting. And remember, Thanks, turn it off this weekend just as hard as you would have turned it on. Dang, got it, dude. You got it, coach. All right, maybe man, listen, take it Maybe easy. listen to some soft rock. Soft rock instead of harder <laughs> And if you want to make hilarious jokes, check out Masterclass, the Steve Martin 
uh, comedy class. You Thanks, everyone. All right, man. <laughs>